Listen up, everybody, because this episode of the Marketing That Works podcast is sponsored by Podcorn, new sponsor to the podcast. Uh, Podcorn is a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities such as host reads, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. With Podcorn, there is no middleman, so podcasts of all sizes can browse and choose opportunities right on the platform, set their own rates, and collaborate with brands directly without any middle men. You never give up any rights to your podcast, and Podcorn is here to support you at every step to ensure you're protected and compensated for the work that you do with brands. So go to the show notes uh, on my podcast and click on podcorn.com slash podcasters. Check it out today. Great new marketplace connecting podcasters and brands who want to sponsor your podcast. So again, podcorn.com slash podcasters. Now let's get into the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Marketing That Works podcast. I'm your host, Drew Bedard. Leighton Hart, back again. How are you, buddy? I'm so good. (laughs) So good. Hey, before we started, uh, what's today, Drew? It's January 23rd. And anything happened on January 23rd, say 41-ish years ago? I was born, yes. (laughs) Very special day. Yes, it is. Well, happy birthday. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate that. How's it feel? Feels great. I feel feel great. Uh, A lot of gratitude. Yeah. Been trying to practice a lot of that lately, so it's important. Um, yeah, feel great. My kids uh, gave me a, a you know a, like a handmade card this morning oh. that said "Happy Birthday Dab" on it, <laughs> uh, which I thought was fantastic. Yeah. Um, so and Claire felt Claire's my my daughter, my seven year old, is the artist in the family. She did the card and um, she felt terrible that she put dab instead of dad on it. And I was like, honey, it's fantastic. Don't worry about it. So so a few years ago, uh, we were having a birthday party for my son. My son's name is Buddy, as you know. Yes. And Love somebody that. else in the family, not in our immediate family, was in charge of getting the cake. Yes. And we open up the cake and it says, happy birthday, Bobby. <laughs> and so now Buddy has uh, a second nickname of not only is he Buddy, but he's Bobby too. So. Yes. So I may start calling you DJ Dab from now on. DJ Dab, that's right. Yeah, because I moonlight as a uh, as a DJ, really just for birthday parties and bat mitzvahs, bar mitzvahs, things like that. I am um, semi-retired DJ. I don't like to do paid gigs because um, they scare me. Um, I did do a wedding last summer, and uh, during that wedding, um, I had my Apple Watch on. And my heart rate was like at 140 the entire time. So I think my Apple Watch thought I was having some sort some kind of, event. of a cardiac event. Um, so I'm not doing paid gigs anymore. It's too uh, too stressful. Yes, but I moonlight as a DJ at times. So marketing that works. We're mm. back again. Another episode here. Uh, today we want to talk about email personalization. So what is marketing that works? Um, this is a tactic that really works. So we talked about email marketing before on the show that um, still relevant, probably decreasing a little bit in the marketing mix just because email inboxes tend to be very saturated these days. Gmail inboxes, everybody's inboxes, lots of emails, lots of offers from a lot of different companies, and they're coming in left and right. Um, But personalization of emails is the breakthrough tactic for right now. So what is email personalization? And then Leighton's got some great statistics that he's going to drop on us to tell us a few more things. And I'll, I'll drop a few as a practitioner as well. Um, 
So email personalization, it, 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 it's exactly what it says it is. It's personalizing the emails for the customer that receives them. So whether it's a subject line and all most email service providers give you this opportunity now, which is to drop in form fields. So when you upload a customer list, you've usually got first name, last name, maybe account number, address, all these different things. And most email service providers at this point give you the opportunity to update your emails with really specific personal information um, that is custom to the customer. Custom to the customer? That sounds good. So what do you got? What do you got for us? Well, and I think I think it, it's amazing how far uh, email like technology has come so that almost anybody can open a, a free email account, you know, through a provider like yes. You know, Mailchimp or ConvertKit or GetResponse or, or a place like that. Yep, uh, a place that offers free plans, and you can send out personalized emails. Yep, uh, it's a click of a button. It's really easy, and yes. it, and you can write your email and say, "Hey, so and so, this is just for you." And then you go back and click, and it it says, "Hey, first name, this is just for you," and it'll go through your database and plug in the first name. Uh, of the of the person you're talking to, well, I think we've all seen this break down. I think everybody has gotten an email that says, "Hey, bracket f name bracket, <laughs> this is just for you." Yes. So when it when it backfires, you can tell that they're wanting to personalize for you, but but something didn't work in their software. Right, and that's the risk. That's part of the risk of doing email personalization because it can also happen in the body copy of the email. So a lot of times, and and a lot of companies are even using this for direct mail and other things too. Is that like say Disney went on a Disney cruise last year, got a Disney direct mailer. And I mean, there were so many personalized details in it of you went on the October, Halloween, you know, all these different things. Hey, Drew, the whole thing. But it can, the, the risk you run is that for that one person, you don't have the first name, which you're right, the F name in brackets, which is the first name form field. If you don't have that, they can see it and go, yeah, that may not feel so good. But on the other side, the upside of it is gigantic. And I don't know if you had some stats, but I know for us, I want to say on average, we see a 20 to 30% lift in open rate. So if you include the first name um, in the email subject line, and then as far as I I don't know if it affects the body copy as much. I think it's just a feeling sort of thing, but I, I know we could probably analyze body copy to understand because a lot of times our call to actions these days will be, I mean, they're obvious, obviously buttons and, you know, go to buy this, but a lot of times we'll put videos or content in our emails because we want to get you kind of deeper into the story. Um, and we do see a rise in click through rate to those videos if you've personalized the subject line and the body copy. So, um, yeah. well, and, and what I found out in, in, in our, our friends at get response put together a nice kind of report or summary of, of the state of email uh, yeah. today and what they said was that in those personalized emails especially with video the video is doing a lot of the heavy lifting in terms of getting somebody to open that email yes so if you have a video inside your email it's going to get open 300 percent more often than wow. one that doesn't okay. so so repeat that again for everybody who's listening and watching yeah so if you're you have a one percent open rate on your emails yes then you're going to get a three percent open rate on your emails if you have a video in there right which the difference between one and three doesn't sound like you know but 10 to 30 right? yeah, yeah 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 okay yeah so yeah. it's a if it's i'm a, doing that math correctly yeah. it sounds sounds good uh so yeah it's a huge increase when yes. you're talking about about email opens 
Okay. Yep. So, you know, email personalization, the subject lines work. And again, um, you know, one of the tools that, that Leighton and I use, we're using a couple different email tools right now. We're using MailerLite, which I love. Um, great free tool. So if people are looking for um, something to get started, but also get response is kind of our tool of choice. And it's listed on the Market Street Media website, which is marketstreet.media slash tools is on there. Um, and we'll be, you know, uh, Leighton will be updating that with more tools as we go. We want to tell you guys kind of what we trust and what we know. We'll also be putting reports like this. Um, you should be able to see in the blog as well. There's a blog and there's an email personalization infographic in the blog at marketstreet.media. So um, there's some good resources there. But I want to encourage everybody, you know, take the, here's one thing that happens with email. If you're doing a lot of email, some, some companies are doing like one a week and that's like super heavy lifting just to get one a week. We do sometimes two a day. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a lot of, and that varies between customer information, um, marketing and sales messages, um, you know, so it, it kind of varies. There's a few different categories, I would say. General awareness of events, letting people know. Um, but when we take the time to personalize an email, um, even to the point I want to give one more tip, is to change your from name to an actual human's name, not the business name. Okay. So one of the things that we saw back in the day, and we've tried this a, a bunch of different ways, whether it's from our, our general manager or whether it's from somebody in the ticket office, in the from area, which is not, this is not part of the email personalization part, but it's a tip to further personalize the emails, is to put in the from name an actual human name. Like we've used Lindsay or we've used Kelly or we've, you know, somebody who works in the ticket office. Um, and we're seeing that also with text messages. Now, text messages are inherently more personal. They've started that technology that way, whereas email evolved to that technology. Mm -hmm. Text messages now, you're almost all the time from companies saying, it's saying, hey, Drew, give us a call today, or hey, we have an offer for you. Click on this or call this number. Um, but that's another great way because, I mean, if you got a text these days that didn't have your name in it, it's it gets fishy right off the bat. Yeah. yeah. Let me ask you this about about that. Um, sure. But the from name personalization. Yeah. So if you were setting up an, a new account for somebody, or or if I was diving into to change my setup, would you prefer to have it say Leighton Hart at Avenue Planning Group as the name, yeah. or just Leighton Hart? Uh, probably. And I know you get the opportunity to do both. I would do Leighton Hart for sure, or just Leighton, because okay. sometimes when the from name. You know, what we're seeing, I mean, you, you probably see this. Again, think of it like, go try to go to the depths of thinking of it like a human being would think of it. it sometimes even subject lines, when you put the word or when you put the, the term RE colon, like a, re, a response or a reply, that gets higher open rates because that's what you're seeing from your friends. Also, shorter subject lines. So, hey, Drew, check this out, is much better than a blanket, like here's exactly what the email spells out because it it piques curiosity. Um, so yes, I would say as as human as you can make the from name, you know, Leighton or Leighton Hart, but just anything to do that in each step of the email process. But what I was starting with was saying, take the time today as a marketer, as a business owner, to stop and slow down in the email process to ask yourself, could I personalize this email even more because you're going to get a higher open rate and potentially a higher click rate, which ultimately leads to the bottom line. Nice. Hey, I've got one question for you. Yeah. I, I want your input on this. 
So what Get Response has said and what I've seen other places is that your highest open rate yep. is going to come in your welcome email. So somebody hits your list. 100%. Something goes out to them immediately saying, welcome to our newsletter, welcome to our business, whatever. Yes. That one will get opened about 80%. Absolutely. So as a marketer, what would you try to do with that welcome email? I would be heavy on warmth. I would be heavy. Okay, so we have that exact, I can give you a tangible example from our business. And you're absolutely right. Like our our emails get an average of 10 to 20% open rate. Sometimes if it's a large, the largest list, it'll be down in the single digits, which is fine because, you know, the quantity is still high. Our welcome emails get open at a 60 to 80% click clip. They are heavy on warmth and brand welcome resources we have an entire resource list so if like you need to know anything you're a first-time fan you need directions you need parking heavy on that stuff not very heavy on sales messages it's just leading to a lot of information so here's what we found with that not only do they get opened at a huge clip they get reopened at a huge clip a lot of people store those emails away so we will sometimes see 200% open rates on a welcome email because it gets repeatedly yeah, right, opened. Right, right, Okay? So that is a big tip for people today is that make, even if you do one thing today, get started on automating a welcome email. Something for signing up for your email newsletter, something for entering your community. Get an automated welcome email that is very warm, very brand heavy, very resource heavy, and you're going to see that that's a great way to start a relationship with a customer. Okay. Almost like a, a reference material that people can come back to. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Maybe not necessarily put an offer or an upsell or something in that welcome email. That's right. I, I would say no, because again, you're trying, a first impression is key. Um, do you necessarily want to be getting, and, and upsells and offers are welcome at different parts of the sales process for sure, because you want to tell people what else is available to them. Say that they have small children or an older parent and they need climate control. They need some extra resources. They have food allergies. They have all these things. That's great. you got to offer those things throughout the customer journey. But I'd say the first one is really just about warmth. It's about welcoming them into the family, into the community, giving them a ton of resources because, again, they're going to go back to it again and again. Perfect. Okay. Okay, buddy. Well, that's it for this week for the Marketing That Works podcast. Thanks for listening. Rate this podcast.com slash marketing that works. People out there, I need some ratings on the podcast. I was searching today and it made me kind of sad was that I went to the marketing category on Apple Podcasts on my phone, which is the way most people search for podcasts these days. And they're only showing like the top 20 marketing podcasts and I'm not on there. And there's no see more. There's no see okay. additional podcasts. So need some ratings and reviews on the Marketing That Works podcast because I'd love to bump up to that top thing and, I, and to the top page, top 20. And, and hopefully because, you know, this show is all about helping business owners, helping marketers out there to, to grow their business. So And, and writing yeah. a review is it takes a little effort, but yes. it's ex- very much appreciated. Yes. Rating a podcast takes almost no effort at all, correct? Yeah, you just scroll down. So if you're on the Marketing That Works podcast right now, you don't have to go to ratethispodcast.com slash marketingnetworks. Just scroll down to the bottom of the podcast, and there's a little five stars at the bottom. You can do that instantaneously and don't have to write a review. So would greatly appreciate it. I can't that. think of a better uh, birthday present than getting 41 reviews today. I love that. On the podcast. Yeah. Reviews or ratings. 
Or ratings. Yeah, ratings. Yeah, ratings, right. Yes. Excuse me. You just hit that little five star if you like the podcast. We hope that you do. But uh, yeah, and also head to marketstreet.media slash marketing networks. That's the home now of the Marketing Networks podcast. You can find all the show notes, all the past episodes, everything right there. So thank you, Leighton, for being here this week. Always good to be here. Thanks, buddy. Okay. You guys have a great week and uh, contact us. Let us know if you need anything at all. Otherwise, we'll see you next week.